Hello and welcome to the Skull and Flowers podcast. I am Skull and this is flower number one. Hi, I'm Lavender. And flower number two. Hi, I'm Rose. And today we are going to talk about Aesop's fable, The Fox and the Crow. And then we are going to discuss compliments, intention, and flattery. And with that, Lavender, could you please read the fable, The Fox and the Crow? The Fox and the Crow. A crow was sitting on a branch of a tree with a piece of cheese in her beak when a fox observed her and set his wits to work to discover some way of getting the cheese. Coming and standing under the tree, he looked up and said, What a noble bird I see above me. Her beauty is without equal, the hue of her plumage exquisite. If only her voice is as sweet as her looks are fair, she ought without doubt to be queen of the birds. The crow was hugely flattered by this, and just to show the fox that she could sing, she gave a loud call. Down came the cheese, of course, and the fox, snatching it up, said, You have a voice, madam. I see. What you want is wits. Oh, my goodness. Well, at least there was no um, mice or cats acting violently towards the mice this week, so I appreciate that. Burn. (laughs) Who who has got a version of this story or a retelling they'd like to tell? Me! Okay, Rose. Okay, so... Once there was a bear that wanted honey, so he went to the queen bee and said, Ma'am, how stunning you look today. I would present to you some honey to eat together, but also said I have no honey to share. The queen bee, being so flattered, gave the bear some honey. But before she sat down to share the honey, the bear ran away with the honey. Then she realized that she had been tricked. Why didn't she send the bees after him? Because they're busy making more honey. Yeah, she's like, well... Because she gave a humongous amount to the bear because the bear is way bigger than her. Yeah, she's like, you know what? On the other hand, we are bees. I guess we can just make more. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Lavender, do you have a version? Yeah. So once there was a girl with some very delicious lunch and everyone wanted a piece or like some of it. So one of her friends complimented her like to trick her about her jump roping skills at recess so she could steal her lunch. So while the girl with the lunch was jump roping, the other girl snatched it up and ran away with it before the other girl could catch her. That's mean. So what was the food? The food was... Chocolate cake. Ice cream. Carrot cake. (laughs) So she was eating ice cream at lunchtime, I'm sure. Yep. It continued to be completely delicious. Okay. I liked both of those. I think that both of you really got this story. So today is a little bit about um, compliments. So first question, nice and easy. How do you feel when you get a compliment? Like you feel flattered. So you want to like show other people like how good you are at them so other people can keep complimenting you. Like you have like that fuzzy warm feeling inside that makes you feel happy. Wow, you leapt straight to the addictive feeling of it. Like, wow, this one person said I'm good. What about the next person? Who else is going to say I'm good? What what about you, Lavender? How do you feel when you get a compliment? It's like you just feel really happy. And, like, some people want more, so they brag about it. But, like, sometimes you just feel really happy about it. And you feel that person is really nice. Okay. Yeah. I think everybody can agree that it feels good to get a compliment unless you feel the person is being weird or something like that. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel when you're about to give a compliment? And with that, 
what do you think the other person's gonna think when you give a compliment? Like, not you're not trying to trick them, right? Just like yeah, you're just being nice. Okay. How do you feel when you want to give someone a compliment? So when like when I want to give someone a compliment, like it depends on like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, like if they're doing something good, like just to be good and be nice, and I give them, like, a really good compliment, like, wow, that's so good. I like how you're helping other people. But when someone's just doing it to get things, mm-hmm. I'm just like, uh, We're thanks. talking about when you give it, though. When you give it, are yeah. you ever worried that the other person is going to think you're trying to get something? Some people might think you have a crush on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so there's always that tension. Uh, you know, the, you, you have to be worried if they think there's something more behind the compliment. Yeah, like sometimes when you're like angry at someone, you don't want to show them or also like be like sad. Mm-hmm. So you just like try to be nice to them. Okay, but then when you're nice to them, you are worried on the other end that they're oh no, this person's going to think I have a crush on them just because I'm being nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, how about you, Lavender? How do you feel when you're going to give a compliment? It's like you want to try to be nice like Mm -hmm. you like it so why not give them a compliment Mm -hmm. and the person would probably feel happy or pleased yeah it is weird though once i saw an actor in public and i told the actor that i liked one of their movies and they seemed quite unhappy about that like maybe that actor wasn't happy with the movies (laughs) they were like "Mm." maybe they have like some other things that they think that were better accomplishments, like they thought, so they weren't really happy when you when you didn't realize about those accomplishments. Or he probably just didn't like the movie. Yeah, maybe. And maybe I, he didn't like the director or something. I think this um, actor started as a singer, so it was maybe like, uh. why not my singing? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so one thing we have talked about before is this idea. It's called go positive, go first. That means that when you encounter someone, someone new, someone you already know, it doesn't matter, you should present to them some sort of positivity, even if it's as small as a friendly greeting. And you shouldn't necessarily wait for them to do something nice to you first. For the example of, you know, someone, your parent might ask you, oh, how can you never call that old friend to hang out? And the answer is, well, they never call me. This kind of goes around it by saying, maybe you call that person first. And and that way, you are going positive, you're doing something nice for that person, and you're going first. So, do you guys remember that we've talked about that before? It's kind of like the golden rule, like, treat people how you want to be treated. Except without reacting first. So, that means Mm -hmm. you, you... are nice to them first and obviously there's limits to it. if somebody is like walking into the elevator crying and in tears you're like it's gonna be a great day huh hope you have a good one <laughs> you gotta read the room too so um so you guys know about go positive go first yeah is there a difference between go positive and go first if you just want to be nice and have a nice life and be pleasant or if you are like i'm gonna go positive and go first to this person because i want something from them there's a very big difference what's the difference that you're you want to so good people are like really nice 
and do it just to be nice. While, um, I wouldn't say mean, but like, Mm-hmm. Like other people, sometimes they want to get something from mm-hmm. whatever they do. Like they say, if they clean up the room, they want to get allowance. And maybe if they're nice to someone, they get candy. So are you saying I should be uh, suspicious if you've done something you've gotten in trouble for and then you do a whole bunch of chores right afterwards? No. <laughs> That's totally different. <laughs> it is totally different, sure. <laughs> Okay, Lavender, how about you? Do you think there's any difference in go positive, go first, if you just want to live a good life and be a nice person compared to if you want to get something specific from people? It's almost like you want something when you're trying to be helpful, and that's different from just being helpful to be helpful. So do you think in that situation somebody is going to act different once they got the thing they got? Yeah, maybe they won't want to do it again. Because they already got the thing that they got. Yeah, like, maybe maybe someone is going to be nice to someone. Like, maybe a new kid who doesn't know how they act yet. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, blah, 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 I'm going to be nice to you. Hey, do you want to come to my house? I have a ton of stuff. Oh, it's fine. You can come to my house instead. And then after, they have fun together. And they spend Christmas together and get presents from each other. Then the person is going to be like, ew, I don't like you anymore. Wow, that is a really long setup to get one <laughs> Christmas present. At some point, it's like, all right, I admire the lengths to which... No, that's probably not ideal. But, um, okay, so let's go back to, like, one specific incident. So do you think it's possible to act the same way if you have a good intention or a bad intention? So... If you have the exact same compliment for someone and in one case you just want to give the compliment because you want to do something nice and in the other you're hoping they do you a favor later in the day, do you think it's possible for the act of giving the compliment to be the same? Well, maybe when you're trying to get them to do a favor for you, like you'll act more awkward about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You'll be like, hey, um, I like your shirt instead of, I like your shirt. So, like, a lot of people who want something, they'll, like, say something nice and then they're like, I really like those. And they're like, oh, I wish I could have them, but I don't. And Com- and then they, like, complain about their life and stuff. It's like they want that person to... Feel to, bad for them. Yeah, to give pity. To, to give them pity. <laughs> so what you're saying is you think kind of, like, deep down in the core of uh, wherever your emotions come from, that has, like, a little bit of a driver. So if you're doing something for a bad reason, like the way you act is going to come out just a little bit different from if you have a good reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. So, for me, I'm more of, like, a both, because sometimes, like, I feel like everybody in their life, they want to get something, so, like, maybe once in their life, they're like, oh, I wish I could have it. I, sometimes I compliment people just to be nice, and sometimes I do it to gain some stuff. Like, when I'm trying to be nice to you to get Starbucks. Uh, Yeah. Um, I think that's actually a really deep point because even if you don't want to gain something specific, sometimes people give compliments and what they want to do is 
feel good about themselves as being a nice person who gives compliments and that's still kind of getting something. I don't think anyone would think that's really a bad thing, but you can't say they're not getting anything, right? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I compliment you, like it's kind of like a 50-50, like sometimes I'm just complimenting you to be nice and sometimes I'm complimenting you to gain something like at the same time. Wow, she's unusually honest, I think. I don't know how many people would admit that half of their compliments are to gain something. Sometimes. Sometimes. So so I'll give you a compliment and say I appreciate the honesty, I suppose. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Okay, shall we do some flip morals? Yes. Okay. What if the fox wanted the cheese from the crow, but was also being completely honest about the compliment? Like the compliment. What could the moral be? Maybe the moral will be, um, you can be selfish at times. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, it's like half and half, like the crow feels good for herself, but the fox gains something and is being, but is like being truly honest. Mm -hmm. Are you calling me a fox? Of course. How dare you? Okay, what... Could the moral be that the fox had always wanted to give these compliments to the crow, but the idea of getting the cheese was what finally made the fox brave enough to do it? Well, I feel like if you have a compliment, you should just say it, not wait to gain something from it. Well, maybe Lavender was maybe going to get some Starbucks, and I was going, like, maybe a few minutes before I was going to... Um, compliment her for her jacket, but then um, you were busy or something, and then I said it when you were about to get Starbucks. So you're saying that hmm? you should give a compliment when the time is right, and you should not give the compliment just because you might give some- get something? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't hold it back just because the person might give you something. Mm-hmm. But also, probably not good to wait until the moment when you're going to get something. Yeah, because yeah. it's kind of sad because you're doing something because, like, out of greed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What could the moral of the story be if the fox's aim was not the cheese but for the crow to like him? Well, first of all, the fox should have given it back because... I don't think the crow would like him if he stole the cheese. Okay. And since the fox is trying to, since the fox is trying to make her like him, then like <laughs> give it back. And also the compliment would make him her feel good. Okay. What could the moral be if the crow was carrying the cheese around hoping to get compliments? Well, you shouldn't just wait around to get compliments. Do you think people do that, though? Like, they wear a fancy dress and then they hope that people will say something or they post something on social media and their main hope is for people to say, oh, my gosh, so cute. Those are the people that love to seek attention. Yeah, like they're attention seekers. I see. What do you think about attention seeking? I mean, I get kind of annoyed by them. Like, they don't really need compliments, but they want compliments. Maybe what they need is more compliments in real life. So maybe there you go. You can use Go Positive Go first to avoid attention-seeking social media posts. World solved. Yeah, 
but if they get to if they get a lot of compliments, they'll keep just doing that again and again and again. And That's again. right. At the very beginning, you had that very thoughtful comment that sometimes getting compliments can have an addictive feeling to it. Yeah. Okay, so all that's interesting. So, how are you going to live your life better, having read this fable and thought about compliments and flattery and intention? Notice if people are acting weird when they're getting you, a, giving you an, a, giving you a compliment. That's right. There's definitely the defensive moral to this that you need to kind of beware when people are over complimenting you. Yeah. Um. Like, maybe give people compliments, but only when they're not bragging. Okay. And, you know, I think uh, even though I'm the one who told you about go positive, go first, I think that's kind of a good way to live your life. And uh, I'm uh, outside of this podcast. I can sometimes be a little bit shy. So it's probably good for me to be a little bit more proactive in being nice to people. Yeah. Okay. Next segment. Hard questions for dad. Woo-woo! <laughs> What is the first board game you remember playing? The first board game I remember playing is probably the same one that you would remember first playing. What's the first one you first remember playing? A Frozen game. No, Chess? No. Can- Monopoly? Candyland! 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 Candyland. Oh. Candyland, which we, once you play it, you realize there is absolutely no skill element to it you just draw cards and go to the next space there's nothing you can do at any point to get better at it it's literally based off of luck literally it's a hundred percent luck literally our little sister who is almost four years old knows how to play that's right okay my question is if you could choose to have any superpower which one would you choose oh my gosh any superpower Teleportation. Except, except for all the superpowers. Teleportation. Oh, no, all the superpowers. <laughs> Teleportation. Hmm. I mean, you have to consider a lot of different things. So there's one, which is the cool experience superpowers, which is like flying or being able to hold your breath indefinitely or being indestructible to physical damage. Then there's the helpful superpowers which i guess would be super smarts or predicting the future or teleportation so in the end i think i would have to go with one with the most helpful power so it would probably be some sort of prediction although that would not be useful at all if you couldn't do anything to change the future so it would have to be some sort of prediction where you could actually help people yeah because when you like know the future you try to stop it but that could actually lead to it happening. Yeah, that's right. So, and just for Rose's benefit, I won't say all the superpowers, so I'll go with future prediction that can be changed plus teleportation. Yes! If I were you, I would choose, like, to take the shape of, like, any animal. Because then you could fly or breathe underwater. But is that helpful? If you're you a lifeguard. Cool experience. No, okay. if you're a lifeguard. <laughs> the, the superpower of being a lifeguard. <laughs> okay. Well, recommendation time. My recommendation is Restart by Gordon Corman. Restart by Gordon Corman. Okay. Give a 10-second introduction. No spoilers. Um, Restart is about a guy that gets amnesia. I think that's how you say it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, amnesia. And he doesn't remember what happened in his past. As as is the case with amnesia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he has to try to solve who he is. Okay. And I can't really say anything. And else. it's a book. Okay. <laughs> wow. And so what ages is it good for? I would say like maybe I read it when I was like eight. Okay, and was it a little bit challenging at that age? Maybe because there was like a bit of hard words like amnesia. I did not know what amnesia means. But now you do. I do! 8 to 12. Yeah. Okay. 8 to whenever. Okay. 8 and off, even when you're 100 years old. Whoa. Okay, Lavender, what's your recommendation? My recommendation is a TV show called Amazing World of Gumball. Oh, no. That my dad hates. <laughs> it's on HBO Max, and it's just like a really fun... It's, it's just a really fun TV show, and it's like really hilarious, and it might be it might be like a little inappropriate but it's like for the not very fun. young it, yeah yeah uh, fair warning that one's a bit of a parent torturer is for <laughs> and the dad on gumball makes homer simpson look like a super genius <laughs> i think that's the end of today's episode thank you everyone for listening bye bye